three people were killed in a shooting at the University of Nevada at Las Vegas. That's where we're starting today on The 7 from The Washington Post. I'm Jeff Pierre. It's Thursday, December 7th. Let's get you caught up with today's seven stories. A gunman opened fire on UNLV's campus yesterday. Law enforcement officials said the shooting began on the fourth floor of the business school. Students huddled in buildings as reports spread of shots fired. One person was critically injured but is now in stable condition. Police said they know the identity of the gunman, but they have not released his name or the motive. He was killed by officers shortly after the first alert sounded. Sheriff Kevin McMahill of the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department spoke about the shooting and this difficult time for students at UNLV. Our hearts go out to the entire UNLV community. No student should have to fear pursuing their dreams on a college campus. What happened today is a heinous, unforgivable crime. But I want you all to know something. It's a crime that we train for each and every day. The names of the victims have not yet been released. At number two, four Republican presidential hopefuls sparred in a debate last night. Former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis tried to position themselves as the most viable alternative to the Republican frontrunner, former President Donald Trump. Trump once again skipped the debate, and he's still way, way ahead in the polls. The candidates tackled border security, gender-affirming care, China, and Trump's fitness for office. But they weren't asked about abortion, one of the most divisive issues of the 2024 cycle. Former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie spent his time criticizing Trump. And entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy used his time to talk about conspiracy theories and to attack Nikki Haley. Nikki is corrupt. This is a woman who will send your kids to die so she can buy a bigger house. Christie had this to say about Ramaswamy's performance. This is the fourth debate, the fourth debate that you would be voted in the first 20 minutes as the most obnoxious blowhard in America. So shut up for a little while. I'm going to respond to that. It's not long until the contest to find the Republican presidential candidate will be in the hands of voters. We're less than six weeks away from the Iowa caucuses. Number three, former House Speaker Kevin McCarthy is retiring from Congress. The California Republican announced the move yesterday. He said he wants to serve America in new ways. His announcement comes a couple of months after he was ousted as speaker in a revolt by hard-right Republicans. McCarthy will retire at the end of the month, but a special election to fill his seat may not happen until the summer. In the meantime, McCarthy's absence will make the already thin Republican majority in the House even thinner. In other news from Congress, Senate Republicans blocked a vote to advance a bill that includes billions of dollars in Ukraine aid yesterday. They're now expected to introduce a counterproposal that includes demands for new U.S. border policies. Six pro-Trump electors were charged in Nevada yesterday. That is number four. They're accused of claiming to be presidential electors in the 2020 election. According to yesterday's indictment, they filed certificates to Congress stating that Trump won the election in Nevada despite Joe Biden's victory in the state. Nevada is the third state after Georgia and Michigan to indict pro-Trump electors. 
Earlier yesterday, 10 pro-Trump electors in Wisconsin settled the lawsuit and agreed to acknowledge that Biden won the presidency. As for Trump, he's caused even more controversy this week. He made an appearance Tuesday on a Fox News town hall with host Sean Hannity. Trump said he wouldn't act like a dictator if he won a second term as president, quote, except for day one. The remark drew criticism from experts and lawmakers who have pointed out Trump's continued embrace of authoritarian rhetoric and ideas. Number five, a surge of MPOX in the Democratic Republic of Congo is worrying health experts. The World Health Organization released a report in November detailing Congo's worst surge on record, with nearly 13,000 suspected cases and 581 suspected deaths this year. This virus used to be known as monkeypox. It was renamed to be more accurate and less stigmatizing. It causes painful lesions, and last year, a global outbreak spread mostly among gay men through sexual activity. Now, scientists have discovered that a type of MPOX linked to more fatalities is also spreading through sexual transmission. It's typically been transmitted through contact with infected animals in the region. This has raised concerns of another global outbreak with more deaths. Yesterday, the CDC said people who've traveled to the Congo should be on the lookout for rashes caused by the virus. Here's number six. Scientists found a better way to grind coffee. The trick is adding a spritz of water to beans before grinding. According to a new paper, it reduces static electricity in the coffee grounds. And that means fewer clumps and less mess clinging to the grinder. For this study, coffee scientists teamed up with people who study volcanoes. And there's another benefit to the water method. Having fewer clumps leads to a more consistent, stronger tasting shot of espresso, as one scientist put it, you get more coffee out of your coffee. Number seven, Taylor Swift was named Time Magazine's Person of the Year. The honor caps a phenomenal year for the singer-songwriter. She's dominated the music charts, the movie industry, and the live concert scene, which have all added billions of dollars to the U.S. economy. She had some interesting competition. Time picked Swift over a short list of candidates, including Barbie, Britain's King Charles III, and she even beat Russian President Vladimir Putin. Let's hope for Taylor's sake that he doesn't have any bad blood. All right, you're all caught up. But before you go, I wanted to check in with you. Did you sleep well last night? If you didn't, first of all, you and me both. But the first episode of our new podcast, Try This, is about how to sleep better. The podcast is hosted by a friend of the show, Christina Quinn. You've probably heard her name and voice on this show. Try This is the first audio course from The Washington Post. It's a podcast that offers you practical approaches to tackling the kind of hurdles we all face, like sleeping better, relationships, or even how to get out of our own way. You can subscribe to Try This wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Jeff Pierre, and I will meet you back here tomorrow. Tomorrow.